Welcome back to the show. My name is Remington T. Ramsey. My co-host is Taylor J. Hall. What is the J? Jonathan. Jonathan. What's the T? Tyler. Nice. And our guest today is Todd R. R. Ferris. Yes. yes. What is the R? Well, it's Richard, but my wife likes to remind me that Richard is the the short version is the sh- Dick. It, it should be. I don't so. know if we're <laughs> so to bring that up this early Todd in the episode. Dick Ferris. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Well, guys, before we get into how hilarious Todd is, I'm kind of gloomy today. I don't know. On the way over here, I was thinking about our fans because sometimes we go through fan mail, which we don't have any for this episode, so don't get too <laughs> excited. <laughs> but I was thinking about who doesn't listen to the show that I wish did, and last week. I realized that a fan of mine in my life does not listen to the show. Maybe your biggest fan, right? Yes, my mother does no. not <laughs> listen to the show. Do, did, have you talked to your parents? Do they listen to the show? They listen to certain episodes. So uh, certain if, episodes. Yeah, so if it's a guest that they think may be something that they would listen to. So when we had Don Wetrick on, they were teachers before they retired. Okay. That was of interest to them because he is a teacher and doing things in the educational field. Well, we are in luck because our current guest used to be a high school teacher. Be a teacher. So I'm going to be insulted if your parents don't listen. <laughs> oh, they're going to watch this one. I can guarantee that. So the thing is, my mom is a teacher as well. Maybe I should take that approach to like send her like a specific, hey, mom, this guy was a teacher and then he went on a Norwegian mm-hmm. amazing race. Maybe you can do better in your life. Is that too aggressive? I think if you go with he actually won. Yeah. I think that would be She'll very be impressive. And then she'd be like, I need to know more. I need to know more. Yes. Or just completely lie to her and tell her it's an episode about one of her favorite things in life. <laughs> like, true. I don't know what she likes to do. Uh, but. <laughs> let me think about that. I'm going to be over here thinking about that. Well, here's here's the intro for one uh, Todd Ferris. So the reason we're having Todd on the show is is, is multiple reasons, actually. He's an innovative realtor. Um, he's spoken at Inman Connect. Uh, for his innovation and in the Facebook videos specifically that he creates in real estate. He's a a top producing realtor here in Indianapolis. Um, So much so that he's created a podcast uh, along with his team called Boom Real Estate Podcast that basically, from what I understand, and I've I've actually been on the podcast, but it might have changed since then, uh, you essentially break down the life of a realtor. Is that yeah. about accurate, or what would yeah, you say? You were actually one of our first guests, I think. And then boom, after, yeah. yeah. Did you, and your mom didn't watch that. She probably didn't even listen to that one either. Yeah, and we stopped having guests after you. So no, it's good. We enjoyed having you on. So, and I completely forgot your question. What was? <laughs> what is that? So the the podcast is centered around the life of a realtor. Yes. Yeah. So we've listened to a lot of real estate podcasts that kind of talk about all the ways that you have to keep yourself busy and go crazy all the time so that you can make it as the best realtor and so we took a different spin and we said how how can you be a good solid realtor but still enjoy life Mm. so we want to kind of tackle both sides have some balance to your life so you can enjoy both work and life so so the episodes focus on uh, what you can do to get better at the job so you can have quality of life? Exactly, So, like, yeah. what's a good episode? Like, you filmed recently, I'm guessing. What, what mm-hmm. are those episodes about? So right now, one of the things we're talking about is sphere of influence and how to kind of tackle your sphere of influence and really stay in front of them so that they're a good source to your business. There's a lot of real estate agents that don't understand that you don't have to cold call and door knock. You don't have to do the things that you hate to do. Uh, there's actually a podcast where I think the tagline is something like, doing what you hate to do when you hate to do it is how you Mm -hmm. get success. (laughs) To me, that's not like a way that I want to run my business. And Mm -hmm. so we kind of go the other way and we say, let's figure out what you want to do and how we can get you to do it. Hmm. Well, so my co-host Taylor Jonathan Hall 
which we all just found out. It's a good memory. That is a pretty Did good. Did your mom memory. call you that like as you when you got in trouble? You know, the bad thing is I honestly don't remember. Yeah, because you were I, so in probably trouble. not. He no, did, I, I got in trouble. He was no, a good no, guy. No, no, no. <laughs> he was an only child. He was get, life was handed to him. <laughs> you know what? I, I was spoiled. I'll go on there and say that. But I was very appreciative. But no, I was very disciplined. Very lucky. Uh, very lucky with my parents. So Taylor does some digging uh, on you, and he's got some questions for you about your background, specifically in Minnesota, I believe. Yeah. yeah so, uh, what brought you from Minnesota to Evansville? Indiana. <laughs> so I, uh, I wanted to distance myself from my parents, but I didn't want to be so far that I had to buy a plane ticket to get back. <laughs> and I wanted to do physical therapy. And so I drew a line on the map. This is as far as I would go. And then another line, this is as close as I'll go. Evansville kind of was right at the end of that and <laughs> yes. offered physical therapy. How far is that drive? It was uh, 11 hours. Oh, gosh. Yeah. The end so. of my map would have been five hours. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably pretty accurate for me, too. That's, that's yeah. impressive. Well, back then I could do it. I could do it all straight. You know, really? I, you had to do little tricks to keep yourself awake. I used to take pretzels, like the little circular pretzels, and yeah. I would nibble them just enough that I could make earrings. And then I'd have like 30 <laughs> earrings on my ears. But like, it, it'd take me an hour to do it, but it'd keep me awake as I drove. I've never nice. heard that hack before. So it kept you awake because they were like jiggling on your ear? Or? Well, some of them would hurt. They'd pierce a little yeah. bit, but, <laughs> but just like having to chew a pretzel just that minutely, if that's a word. Is minutely a word? It is today. Today it is. So. Today it is. Yeah. 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 Hashtag minutely. Minutely. <laughs> Hashtag I can't say it. Hashtag, yeah, that's a tough one to say. So just out of that, I'm going to give it respect and say Perfect. it's a word. Perfect. Yeah. You can that's say like it. the funniest thing I've ever heard. That's how you kept it. Yeah. I'm trying to feel it. I've never heard of a story have, like that. <laughs> I have almost fallen asleep at the wheel. I hit, um, I hit a traffic cone one time oh, yeah? which actually really freaked me out because it could have been a person and i was like you know what no never again i need to figure out how yeah. to stay awake so yeah i'll try pretzels uh, <laughs> for my long <laughs> nibbling pretzels <laughs> in my long yeah that's the key <laughs> all right so you moved to evansville and were you a teacher uh before or after <laughs> so yeah so i went to evansville to be a physical therapist uh at my first summer i had to do my observational hours and i went and watched um an older gentleman going through physical therapy he walked in front of me and he basically um, again we're kind of pushing the lines here i don't know what's allowed <laughs> but he farted with every step as he went and i was like i it just kind of was this awakening call like i, I don't want to do this <laughs> this is not my daily job i can't do this so i i said i've always wanted to work with kids and i went and talked to my teacher or my social mm -hmm. uh what are they calling your counselor yeah. and they're like all right well you know, maybe teaching something you wanted to get into. So, so here's the, here's the thing though that I just picked up on. I would think that in the kids setting, flatulence is actually a regular occurrence. So is it just <laughs> yeah. the age of the flatulence that? <laughs> I think theirs is more controlled to the point where they do it on purpose. <laughs> like so, so at least you get this <laughs> so respectful ones that save it. <laughs> I went to school for physical therapy. Did you? Yeah, exercise science is my degree. Yeah. And I started selling knives and I never looked back. So we, both of us <laughs> had right. different reasons. But I was ac occupational therapy. I actually went through an internship in Muncie, yeah. and they had these really cool machines that were like sand machines. They would like sand blast your hands while you were doing these exercises. Did you ever do anything like no, that? No. You only lasted one day, though. Yeah, well, one year. Hello. Oh, one year. Have some respect, okay. please. There's a lot of gas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of gas later. Now we changed. Uh, that's hilarious. So, but you're still a very big Vikings fan. Although, will you yeah. cheer for the Colts if the Vikings are not playing? So uh, the Colts are my AFC team. Okay. Uh, them props but yeah typically my allegiance lies with the vikings and mm -hmm. so if they're in town i'll be here all dressed in purple drinking out of my little horn and everything so 
I accept, I don't know how you feel about this, Taylor, but I accept Fairweather fans because I am a Fairweather fan for certain sports. I know there's some diehard, like there's certain things I'm a diehard, like Colts, yeah. diehard. I am a diehard and IU. But there's certain, and the Pacers, but there's certain other teams, like if I like a player, especially mm-hmm. like I, I grew up playing soccer and I played a little bit in college. So like I have players that I follow and I'm a Fairweather fan of that team, you know, mm-hmm. while they're doing well. How do you feel about Fairweather? First of all, let me ask Todd, because he's more important. How do you feel <laughs> I'll give you about Fairweather fandom? So I'm okay with Fairweather fans. It's the bandwagon fans, the ones that are mm. riding the trade, like the, the tales of those teams that are always successful. Yeah. Like, that's just not. Like my daughter's, she. The Katie's of the world. If I turn on a team, like a game, she always finds which team's up and she starts rooting for that team. And I'm like, no, that's not how it works. You can't do that. She might be onto something, though. Yeah. <laughs> because I, my answer is it's very subjective. Okay. I, I think there's people that are the diehard fans, and it could go for anything in life. It could go for music. It's like, you know of this artists right Right. on the come up while they were struggling and you were part of their journey and then you see all these people who didn't know who they were and when they go mainstream now they're all fans that's what Todd's talking about yeah right and you know my thing is if they're rooting for my team I don't care because then they're talking crap for my team as well so I'm, I'm kind of of the opinion it's just you know it's borderline. It's really depending on what they're doing. But the more fans for the Pacers, the more fans for the Colts, or any team that I cheer for, I'm actually okay with it. Right. Actually, uh, uh, Colin, Colin Cowherd, mm-hmm. the sports mm-hmm. analyst, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. commentator. He does what we do. Yeah. We should have him on the show. You should. You should reach we could, out to him. We could do that, big that, things for him. We could put his name out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the episode would need to be three and a half hours. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. But that I'm would a Cowherd fan. I listen yeah, to him Yeah, we listen, yeah, listen to him He once said, I, I listened to him one time, and he was saying the worst thing for any team is a diehard fan. He said, mm-hmm. because if you support your team when they're the worst, then the ownership is like, well, we've got fans regardless wow, of how good we are. that is a good point. So he's like, mm-hmm. look at the Cubs throughout all those years. That's true. You know, they had diehard fans. And that's true. So. And the Browns. I mean, if you think about the, the NFL, yeah. the fans that get the most praise are the Cowboy fans for being like America's yeah. team, which is a joke. I don't know where that came <laughs> from. But the Browns. The Browns sell out every single game. Yeah. Yeah, regardless it, of how good they are. Regardless yeah. of how good right. they are. So they should just draft another quarterback. <laughs> they should. <laughs> no, why not? They should. They might. There's a, there was a graphic <laughs> how many – I mean, how many – do you know the stat? It's something silly. Like how many quarterbacks, how many quarterbacks they've been through the last yeah. 10 years. I don't know the stat, yeah. but Basically I – Basically two or three a year. Yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt that, though. They actually don't even – like their whole team is made of quarterbacks, and they just put them online. <laughs> just put them on and like, yeah. It's just like they created their own team on Madden, and it's just like all quarterbacks. Yeah. And like, oh, this is a great – team <laughs> all right no 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 more nonsense this is nonsense yeah, well, let's, let's get, get back serious. to the real estate side of you because now you're a realtor yes um and one could say that you're using your teaching and coaching background to now do that for not only your local team but your podcast i mean you're constantly teaching the ways of todd r d ferris right. <laughs> <laughs> uh so ah. but you've won you've literally your team's won awards you've mm-hmm. spoken at inman which if you don't know what inman is it's a it's, how would you describe Inman? Um, they would be like the 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 top news company. I would say like they're the breaking news. Breaking if you news wanted for something real for real estate, if you wanted to know what's going on in real estate, you track Inman. And they actually have multiple events per year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They usually are, do two large events: one in San Francisco, one in New York, and then they do several smaller ones and uh, throughout the year in different cities. And so it was actually the last one in New York that you spoke at. That's right. Yeah. So tell me about that. What did that look like? 
Uh, it looked like uh, Megan and I on this big stage in front of hundreds of thousands of people. <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't count because the lights were so bright, but uh, but it was really cool just because we've been going to these Inman things for four or five years now, and so you get to see these people that are, you know, they're the tops in the industry, and so to be right. able to share a stage with them was pretty special. Now, did they reach out to you? How did they find your name? Uh, they, they knew of us through a little bit of what we do with the podcast, and then some of the, you know, obviously we, we like to go and kind of rub elbows when we're at those events so mm-hmm. kind of started to build a network there and then hopefully it's turning around have you seen his videos taylor i haven't seen the real estate videos i've seen some of the podcast videos mm-hmm. oh you guys have podcast videos we've done a little bit we uh yeah we, we're trying to do some more of that stuff now but yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit i saw the experiment going live yeah <laughs> I, I like the the humor i like the setup yeah. but i mean you guys have been doing the podcast for a couple of years now and you're over 100 episodes so mm-hmm. has the the mission changed for the podcast at all or is your is the guest that you're getting on or are you having more guests or what does the podcast look like for you guys yeah it's uh it's tough to say like we enjoy having the guests on we have a very morning show vibe to our podcast so we like to have a lot of fun as long as as well as deliver content and it's one of those things that when you have guests on sometimes you know, I hate to say it as I'm your guest. Like sometimes they're duds. They, they right. don't. They like they don't great. Yet to be seen. With That's this right. Episode. You got not that you yes. guys would ever have that. Right. Uh, but we <laughs> have it every that. once in a while, and so it's hard because you don't want to completely saturate it with interviews if you don't know if they're going to work out. Right. But at the same time, we want to give our audience somebody different to listen to than our same spiel every every week. So speak objectively. Remy's not here right now. Right. Was he a dud? Well, I mean, again, we haven't had a guest since <laughs> him, so, oh, so you yes. got to look at it one way or the other. Is he was That's really true. good, and we didn't, we just knew we couldn't right. top that. Top it exactly. Or, yeah, I'm going to yeah. go with that one. You know, I ride with <laughs> you. Thanks, Remy. Man. I think you're good. Thanks. <laughs> Actually, I think Remington was our only two-parter guest. Yeah. Yeah. We had so much to talk about. We did. So we had one that was centered around social media, mm-hmm. and I honestly can't remember what the other one was. So <laughs> maybe it was a two-parter. <laughs> I think we did a two-parter. Okay. Yeah. Good. Well. I, get I had a lot to say. Social media is a big part of real estate these days. That's why his videos. So, like, I, the reason I asked you about his videos is they're hilarious. Like, they literally, I think about the Valentine's Day one all the time. Yeah, Because yeah. the thing, like, they're committed. Like, they will, mm-hmm. um, didn't you get in a, a hot tub with your clothes? Like, <laughs> with a full suit like, on. full suit. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. We got in the hot tub and did a little thing. We actually did one. We recorded one yesterday. Uh, where we went to a local winery and uh, we just interviewed the owner there. Yeah. And then at the end of it, we wanted to pitch him like the wine we've been making. And so we, <laughs> we on video, we stomped the wine, like the grapes and everything right in front of him. And we started adding different flavors like mustard. And it was, <laughs> Tabasco. It got really oh, weird. <laughs> so where do you toe the line of entertainment yeah. versus educational value? Yeah, that's the hard part. We gotta, we always, <laughs> right. we gotta always remember that. Hey, we're supposed to be teaching something. Uh, but it, for us, I think that it's just the same idea. Like we, we feel like we have good content because of our experience in the industry. But we also know that like it gets boring just to kind of regurgitate the same things over and over. So we always try to throw a spin on to keep the people coming back. We hope that they're coming kind of for the entertainment, but then they're leaving with good things to kind of better their business. Uh, so it's we I'm sure we especially myself, like if you listen to our podcast, I'm the one that kind of pushes that edge sometimes. So they always have to remind me or like they'll just give Dial me the look back. and they're like, all right, that's enough. And so I know it's coming, but we've gotten better about kind of hopefully figuring that out after 100 episodes. 
So outside, do you listen to podcasts outside of this one? Obviously, we do. Yeah, I, I'm. You know, more and more, uh, you guys obviously just on repeat, especially when I sleep. Like yeah. I, I just, just want over and over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I love that. The uh, the one that I've gotten into recently, which is not industry related at all, is This American Life. Yeah, like that one I've just been engrossed in lately yeah. so it's kind of that's the if i'm in a, a mood where i'm like i don't want to get better like i just want to like yes. just drive and enjoy you know somebody else's story well see that's my thing is i read i i promote it because i want people to read more and mm-hmm. part of my my reading is audiobooks and so i i read a lot in the car but like after a long day yeah if if the book is too intense like right now i'm reading the harbinger you know what okay. that is uh-uh. it's uh it's a book claiming that there's been a prophecy about the 9-11 uh, mm-hmm. tragedy, essentially. Mm-hmm. And it's just so intense that after a day of putting out fire, sometimes I just need to listen to, like, yeah. Kesha. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know how you got there, Kesha. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I get it, but that's not the artist I expected out of you. Well, you know, so what's your, what's, what's your Oh, that's your jam. I was going to ask. That's the next question is, what's your jam Wake from Wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. And you know I think? <laughs> You that's know what I think I, okay. I say P Diddy a lot, and mm-hmm. I think that it just automatically takes me to Kesha. That's that's brilliant branding on her part. That is that's talk smart. about relevant. Yeah. That things makes and sense because you you. brought up P Diddy in the past. <laughs> I did. So that it all makes. And sense. And I can't tell you one P Diddy song. You probably could. Oh, P Diddy, we go way back. Yeah, and I, uh, we've been in videos together. Uh, I was one of his P Diddy girls. Uh, my son, he's two years old. He the, he's the only thing he's learned to say to Alexa is play Uptown Funk. And nice. so like like eight times a day, and he knows how to turn it up now, so it's just cranking yes. all the time. It's, I can't get it out of my head. You walk head. in, and that's the first thing. That's your anthem. That's it. That's oh, it. that's awesome. Well, speaking of Alexa, what part do you think voice plays in the future of home buying? Yeah, I think what we're going to see, and we're already seeing a little bit of virtual reality and augmented reality, mm-hmm. but I, I think it's a very real uh, prospect that in about five years, five to ten years, you will literally sit in your chair at home, put on some you know special goggles or glasses, and you'll just tour homes from there. Yeah. And the only people that will actually go to homes is when they're so sure about that mm-hmm. house that they just want to go smell it. You That's know, actually already that is. happening, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is. Like yeah, I heard about a that. little bit. It's 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 really kind of. The, the the software that's out there, I guess, is not great yet. Limited. Right. Yeah. Because so. you have to take what? You have to take video and pictures yeah. to actually have this. We should do, we should totally pull some pranks on some people and put some ridiculous things in houses or ourselves <laughs> so that they turn a corner and we're just like standing right there and freak them out. That would be a really... What's the craziest you, thing you've seen at an open house? Uh, open houses, not too much. Like open houses, are showings. Too, you guys yeah, show showings are the the fun one because okay. you'll go into some of those. Like I've I've walked in on teenagers that apparently didn't know there was a showing oh, and they were no. coming home to like you know, <laughs> make sure that after school activities, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. extracurricular, if right. you will. Uh, so we've seen that. I've walked in on actually the scariest one was I knocked on this door and I always go in first just you know make sure everything's safe. So I knock on the door and I open it up and this guy jumps off the couch and grabs a gun. And so I immediately and my client ran the other way. And he was, I guess, he worked late shift or whatever. And so he wasn't, he was a tenant. And the landlord didn't tell him we were having a showing that day. And so he was just, he had his security weapon right there. And he did not buy that house. We did not. We didn't. We actually didn't even show the house. <laughs> but but it came with free security. That's right. <laughs> That's in the listing. I thought at the front. Yeah, that's great. Uh, hey, we have limited time, and we haven't even told people how they can get a hold of us or Todd. Would you like to tell them? I think we should. Obviously, 
And also be thinking of a question of the day for yeah. our audience. Yeah, we didn't prepare him with that. We were yeah. really bad about that. So yeah. every single episode. Yeah. And you should know this because you've heard every single episode. On repeat. On repeat. So he already knows. As I sleep. He knows. At the end, you ask a question to the audience that gets them to think about, challenges the audience based on what we've talked about today, which... Uh, could be real estate related. It could yeah. be augmented reality yeah. related. It sure. could be Minnesota Vikings it related. It could be sports related. Yeah. yeah. So you can find, th- first of all, thank you for everyone's attention that is either viewing or listening right now. I think our, produ- our producers listen to the show. So thank you for listening to the show. Yes. We, we have two listeners. PB&J. Through the producers process. PB&J who always <laughs> hold us down. Very appreciative. Uh, you can find us online at asindiegrows.com. And all of our social channels are Twitter dot com forward slash as indie grows instagram dot com forward slash as indie grows mm. same thing branding. for facebook hashtag branding as indie grows <laughs> so yeah Where can ta- we find you Todd yeah uh, you can find me on the corner of thirty eighth in college <laughs> yes. uh, I've been it's in, real estate's been tough this year <laughs> yeah. so I'm having to find <laughs> other ways to make money uh, no uh, you can find me on all the feeds uh, actually like Todd and Megan on YouTube is where you can see our videos if oh, you want to nice. see any of those. Uh, and then Facebook, just either Ferris Property Group or Todd Ferris. And same with Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff. But yeah. Awesome. All right, so we have limited time, but I really want to talk about this crazy Norwegian amazing race that you were on yeah. that I just found out about. So do you, do you know about this? You, you, I, I do research. I want people to know that. Yeah, when that. guests come on, I do research. I do so know. So you found this. You actually found this. You told me about it, and then I looked at it. I but yeah, producers told me about I, it. So, so PB&J, yeah, so kudos to you. This Norwegian amazing race, what was that experience like, and did you yeah. win? Yes, well, yeah, to kind of skip forward, I did win. Uh, I beat out 11 other uh, uh, contestants, I guess. Uh, but, yeah, it was basically kind of the premise was they took 12 of us from America that have Norwegian ancestry but have never been to Norway, put us through a bunch of traditional and cultural challenges, and then whoever's left standing gets to meet their, their relatives that are still in Norway. Wait a second. So, so 11 motivation. people went through this, and then they, they, at the end they couldn't meet their nope. relatives? Nope. <laughs> they flew. Oh and gosh. it's crazy. Like, when you lose, the next day they fly you back. Oh, like get you're out, out of here, the country. They just get you, you out. You do not so, deserve to be yeah. here. And then I'm flying in on a helicopter <laughs> into a farm field to meet my family. So what did you have to do? Like, what, what was one of the tasks? Uh, so all kinds of weird stuff. We had one where we had to go into the, the streets of Oslo, Norway, and we had to street perform and try to raise money. And the team that could raise the most money won and then moved on in the competition. And uh, we had a bunch of, like, did slicing fishes. interpretive dance? Uh, I did a lot of dancing. Uh, it was very sexy. <laughs> 38th in college, I think you can see. Yeah, we exactly. That's you know, that's a great. That's so great. it was it was quite the show. It was interesting. Actually, if you Google it, there's two images that you'll find. Uh, one is me, just like the worst, sad, crying face. You know, like that ugly cry face. They got like, it I had right won time. a competition. So when you're over there, you're not allowed to talk to your family. No email, no phone calls or anything. So about week ten, I won an episode, and my reward was I got to call home. Oh my god! And so I got to, and I've got at the time two three-year-olds at home so i'm talking to my wife everything's good three-year-olds come on the phone and i just like lost it and it's just <laughs> like pictures. sad ugly face yeah so that's the one photo they wouldn't you'll let find. you call home they uh, won't let you talk to your new family mm-hmm. this is a pretty brutal <laughs> yeah, it's pretty brutal right and if so, you don't win you don't get to see yeah, your extended you don't family get to, yeah Goodness. so but it was fun like i we made a plan with my wife that i would charge something in every city we went to i'd charge something on my card so that she could see where we were and oh, track that, us through the country. Smart. Yeah, so it's pretty yeah. cool. But the other image is actually my naked butt. It's on. Uh, <laughs> so I we did this thing where we did jump on. into. So which one do you <laughs> no, prefer? No, no, we no, Google no. first. Yeah, yeah. So either way, you're losing if you Google me. So. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> 
So. Wow, but you won and you met your ancestors. I did, I did, yeah. So um, we actually went back. I took my wife back the next year and we met them again. So when we weren't being rushed to get that out of there. That is an intense story. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, guess that means that we're done. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, That's what, it. What's your question of the day for our viewers and listeners? All right, so uh, I'm going to throw it just a little. This is what I do on our podcast, too. Like they tell us, here's the, like, the requirements of what you're supposed to do. And then I always go off the requirements so we're supposed to relate it to something we talked about today so i'm just going to relate it to something we're doing within our team right now which i want to challenge the listeners do a time audit take like the next four weeks and take a take a calendar out and just put everything that you're planning on doing every week do that and then at the end of the week go back and audit what you actually did and it's amazing to see like what you're doing with your time like you either think you're working much harder than you are or maybe you're spending way too much time away from your family so that was something we've been talking about and researching for this last month and it's it's been crazy what we're seeing. If I apply that to this podcast, we should do a time audit on how much actual usable <laughs> content versus nonsense we did. But I actually really enjoyed this uh, this episode. So thank you for being on yeah, the show. Thanks thank for you having so me, guys. Much. I appreciate it. Yeah. Signing off as a Negroes team. Love you guys.